Welcome back to Lucid Living, and if this is your first time, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you aboard. My name is Andrew Larkin. I'm an actor, model, performer, storyteller, and today I'm going to be your host, your guide for today's podcast episode. Alrighty, my friends, my family, thank you guys for being patient with me as I just went on an absolute adventure this past 10 days, and I'm stoked to share with you guys how amazing of a trip it was, uh, what I learned people I met, experiences, uh, it's going to be beautiful, it's going to, it's, I'm, I'm just buzzing, I'm buzzing, I'm, I'm, we'll get into that, we'll get into that, but I'm also grateful to be back, back into the routines, back into sharing this, uh, these podcast episodes with you, my, my ideas, my philosophies, my experiences on life, and we'll keep the, keep the good times flowing, so, <clears throat> before we dive into all things on the North Carolina shoot on the set of the new Zealand Sun film production. The film that's coming out is going to be The Vampire Next Door. Guys, get stoked, get stoked. But before we dive into all of those things where I'm really just going to share about my experience, share about what it's like being on set, really what the day-to-day kind of looked like and and how blessed I am, really, for, to be a part of it. And this is my first feature film, guys, and it's so freaking exciting. So... Awesome. But before, I want to share with you guys some... I'm also, as I was filming, I'm also in the midst of my breathwork certification course, like I shared earlier. So right now, it's uh, I'm on week five out of week ten. And the first half is really about learning the technique, learning all the good stuff. And now it's about implementing and integrating it and starting to breathe for other practitioners and then, now, and then also facilitating and guiding people throughout these journeys so i'm a little bit behind because i need to start i need to finish my playlist finish my my script and start guiding some of the people in my pod who are awesome people who are on this journey with me and i'm really nervous and excited and stoked about about getting getting really into that but i've been reading this book called the illuminated breath by dylan warner and really wanting to learn more about the breath the functionality of it spiritual components mechanical the mechanics of it the uh practicality of it and how we can utilize this beautiful medicine throughout life and I wanted to share something with you guys that I actually learned about first by reading James Nestor's book called Breath and it's about humming humming guys this is gonna be my philosophy Friday but I also want to share it on here because I think this is so simple and something that we can integrate into our lives that is so beautiful and profound so there's a reason there's a lot of reasons why we should be throughout our, our everyday lives, why we should be no, nose breathing instead of mouth breathing. So first off, if there's one thing that you can consciously start focusing and shifting and creating a new habit is breathing through your nose throughout the day. And as we, when we breathe through the nose and then as we hum, we're gonna talk about humming. When we hum, mm, om, you can feel it in your nose. If you close off your nose when you try to hum, you can't. Right? So when you hum, it's vibrating in your nose. And when you do that, what happens to the body when you hum? You know, growing up, guys, I just thought humming was kind of cool. Glenn. Oh, Glenn! Glenn is calling. All right, guys, I got to take this call. I will rain check. Be back in a sec. All right, guys, we are back. Mr. Glenn, he was a, he's such a sweet gentleman. I, I, I mowed his lawns last year. And uh, I'm not mowing lawns this year, God bless. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I had, to, I had to let him down there. But that was that was nice, nice catching up. All right, where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Nitric oxide, guys! Nitric oxide. All right, so what happens when you when you hum? Mm, 
you feel it in your nose. So there's something going on in the nose. The, there's a vibration. There's it's 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 raising the vibration of it. And when you when you hum through the nose, it increases nitric oxide production 15 fold. It in increases the production of nitric oxide by 15 times, guys. 15 times. All right, Andrew, what does that mean? What does that mean? It means increases your cardiovascular function, increases oxygen uptake, including oxygen to the muscles, decreases muscle soreness, decreases recovery time, decreases inflammation, strengthens the immune system, increases memory and learning, boosts sexual function, and libido. How about damn apples, y'all? <laughs> I mean, come on. Look at that. All you got to do is hum. So it's just sometimes I'll just hum throughout the days. When I'm bored, humming in the car, humming on my way to the gym, you know, just, mmm, that's like, I was like, ohm, like, why is ohm such a big thing? Ohm, the vibrations, nitric oxide, science, weird, weird, and also humming super cool, like, if I told you you had to sing, like, ah, like, okay, that I could see there's resistance because I don't want to make a scene, but you can hum and nobody will, will know. So, guys, if there's one lesson you learn here today... Practice humming. Just do it throughout the days and, and pay attention to how you feel, how you feel your recovery is. And if you're a little stressed out, just do some humming. And um, it's pretty cool. It taps back into our body. So that's what I got for you guys. That's all for that. Let's just, again, I want to start doing more breath work in the beginning of these episodes. But let's start with just exhaling. <clears throat> let's just do one nice, intentional, deep inhale. So let's exhale all, all the, the breath out of our lungs with a nice exhale. As we inhale, inhale through the nose. Expand the belly nice and big, nice and big, nice and big. Hold it at the top. Exhale out the mouth with a sigh. Beautiful. Thank you, guys. All righty. Let's take a little sip of water. Hydrate the body. Hydrate the cells. Now let's dive into it. All right, my friends. So we flew out. Thank you, car. We flew out Frontier style. I was a little stressed out because a lot of my clothes was wardrobe and I only had a 40 pound limit so I got there and uh, we clocked in at 39 pounds baby <laughs> so we got, we got pretty lucky there and the flight was really smooth I got to Charlotte and Danny who's one of the pro the uh, the producers on the film she's also the wife of Taylor who's the camera operator and also the son of Sean who is the director so all family all family which we love guys we love uh, there's just a connectedness there's an energy there's something about working with people that you love man over and over and over again it's beautiful it's beautiful so danny picked me up at the airport and then we drove to the house where we were all saying the cast and the crew and danny was just like yeah you're gonna love everyone everyone's so amazing it's such a great group of people and i'm like stoked awesome and i get to the house and i get out and I see Jess and I give her a big hug and then I see Sean I give him a I don't know give him a handshake or a hug and then saw Bella who's playing Diane Jess is playing Victoria and then my homie Alex who's playing Cameron and Alex and I were rooming together I'm gonna go more into depth about how amazing this cast was later on in this episode but flew in and that was really great and then Sean really set the expectation to be like like make yourself at home our house is your house if you get wake up at three in the morning and you're like man i want an apple or i want food come downstairs in the kitchen grab some food like make yourself at home 
And whenever it being plant-based, guys, there's a lot of trip. There's a lot of fear sometimes going into a new area and trying to figure out how to get food, the right foods, healthy food options can be a little scary. And when you're living with a group of people, it's kind of like, okay, I want to make sure I have enough food around. So Danny asked me what kind of food I wanted. And I was literally just like, I like hummus. I like um, hummus and carrots, peanut butter, oatmeal. Like I really didn't give a ton of options. And I get there and the pantry is stocked with fruit. The fridge is stocked with plant-based meals from Trader Joe's, vegetables, food. Like, Bella is also vegan. Victoria, or, oh my God, Victoria. Jessica is uh, gluten-free and dairy-free. So we were, I was just with a, an incredibly health-conscious group of people. And every, like, three days, Sharon, who we'll talk about Sharon in a little bit, went to Trader Joe's and just stopped with anything that we wanted, anything that we needed. And it was just a f a dream, a dream. Like, like it's probably with gratitude. We look like the little things. Like, we're filming a movie, guys. But like, <laughs> I was so grateful for the food and the access of food that we had, and just how laid back everyone was. And it was just ugh, that part of it was amazing. And again, going with kind of a little bit of fear, that immediately was dissipated, and the food was banging, y'all, banging. So that was amazing. And the house was so beautiful big it was full of life because we had all these different characters right like people humans beings from all different parts of the world together um the the weather in charlotte was like 75 80 degrees and sunny almost every day i was there which was absolutely incredible just absolutely incredible and I would wake up in the morning and I would have my morning routine, you know. So a lot of times, a lot of our shoots, some of our shoots were in the morning, but a lot of our shoots were at nighttime. So I was able to wake up, you know, at my hour, uh, drink my water. I was able to take a walk around the neighborhood. The sun, it was just so refreshing. I was able to sit in meditation, sit um, and grounded and do my gratitude practice in the morning. I was able to read. I was able to be on my computer, do some work. I was able to stretch. Like, it was, it was amazing it was so ideal in that and then the very so I got there on a Sunday the next day I shot my first scenes um, and it's interesting navigating how I always thought I was I remember before I even wanted to be an actor thinking of what it would be like to be an actor where I was thinking like that 70s show where you are a guest star on that 70s show and you're walking into a group of of five best friends who are sharing all these beautiful experiences together and these laughs and they have there's a there's an unspoken language when you're around people for an extended period of time so being an outsider coming in how do you navigate that and everyone was so warm and so loving and so open and and I was able to connect with them independently and also together in different ways and it was it was a dream it was it was like an absolute dream and the first the first day of shooting the first night of shooting we shot at a local uh it was like a bar <clears throat> and like a burger joint and tommy was one of the owners of it it was so cool because we were doing these scenes and he was he was able to like be in on it be in on it so he had the headphones on he was listening um to us who were mic'd up and he was you could see this, he just had a huge smile on his face seeing like we were filming a movie in his spot in his location and we also um ordered some meals off of the menu so we were supporting the local business so one of the i think my favorite parts about uh shooting a movie in a, a city a town that I've, i'm not familiar with is the locations you know going out and they scouted these locations and we shot at this 
this ice cream joint this called two scoops and the guy who owned that mj was a super down to earth super cool and they were super stoked and super excited for someone to be filming in their location and they were just so game for and it's so i think sometimes if you're in the film world you have experiences of people looking at it and being like fuck your film like fuck like i don't want anything to do with this but to have people who are genuinely just so excited and down to earth and stoked to be a part of that journey is so amazing and i just found that to be so fun and so beautiful and such a beautiful part of this experience in the this movie making world so yeah and that and then that first day that first shoot just went really well and it felt really good and started just again connecting more with with my castmates because there's something about you share space together but once you actually run scenes and you're doing scenes with with um these other actors you build you build an energy you build a relationship through that as well and you get closer because you're feeding off of each other you're present with each other you're um whatever your characters are experiencing like you're experiencing too and you get like inside jokes from doing these certain scenes and it's like it's just such a beautiful exchange that happens there and again just a dream guys and then i also found out that we had access to a gym and uh, that was another thing that going into i like didn't ask and i didn't really know i was just kind of expecting maybe i could just you know do some calisthenics in the in the gym in the in the yard or go for more runs like i haven't done a lot of run running and turns out um they have this awesome gym like five ten minutes away and it was a buzzing gym like like a bit like i go to the dinky dinky little small town ymca where there's just not a lot of life to it and this gym is alive right and i went with with jess and bella and who are two just you know stunning beautiful badasses and it's so cool because i remember listening i was a i was a real fan of teen wolf and i remember one of the actors he was just like this really fit strong like great actor who was in teen wolf and he was saying like yeah when we were like we would go to the gym and the girls would kick our asses you know they were just like fucking killing it and i was like dude i just like had that experience like that's what it was like you know like and all these guys just looking at these girls i'm just like yeah <laughs> it was crazy um but yeah so we went to the gym we were able to go to the gym whenever we wanted to right so that was just so incredible because the gym is like my medicine especially like in the morning waking up i was able to have my morning routine and then go to the gym and so my body just felt good and yeah so having access to the gym was such an incredible incredible thing um yeah yeah man and then i guess now we can talk about our cast and our crew members there was something else i wanted to say but we're gonna go it'll, it'll come to me it'll come to me the cast and the crew Hopefully you guys are listening to this. I love you guys. I miss you guys. The come down is gnarly, and uh, but the memories are, are forever, you know. And so we'll start with because I shared an episode where I talked about my, like Sean and my casting process, and and just the first casting call just felt really really great, and I was really drawn to the fact that um, Sean's done 16 films in the past. This is the 17th and all micro budget films like they have a really small production team but they're efficient and they are just on top of their game they know what they want and they go capture and they go get it and all of us all of our cast is is like our first feature film you know and he made it very clear from the beginning that he is he wants to help young actors navigate and progress 
throughout our careers. So like getting footage together, creating packages, um, and promoting us afterwards. And that energy was, I, I, I was so drawn to that and I love that because I want to nerd out about, I love being an actor, I love, I love being, bringing my physicality to it, bringing truth to characters, truth to moments and telling stories. But I also, the more I'm being on set, I love, I love the behind the scenes characters. I love the people who are making this a reality that you don't see on screen. And I'm fascinated by the lighting and the sound and the camera movements and everything that makes a film a film. And I would ask a bunch of questions just with Sean and, and Taylor, who's, who's Sean's son, who was the camera operator. And I was just learning on set a lot. And Sean would also, you know, give us inspirational quotes and talk about um, Brian Cranston and Pacino and all these guys and, and navigating the industry and telling us his stories within the industry as well. Like it was just, it was just amazing. It was so cool. And I really just want to soak up as much as I really, as I could. And yeah, so that was just amazing working with him. And then there were times on set because again, we were all pretty new at this and you learn from your failures, right? So there are times where we did something that wasn't right. Like maybe like there was one time I broke character and he was like, don't, don't, don't ever break character. Keep going, keep going. And then there was a time where we were mic'd up and we accidentally like when, when it, they called cut and then we were in between takes, we accidentally like screamed, like being goofy, something happened. He was like, yeah, guys, 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 this is just an industry thing. Um, don't do that because, and it was like, he, he did it with so much love and it was because like, imagine you're on a Marvel set and you have hundreds of people in the departments with headphones in and you scream, you're going to piss off a hundred people. So it was unfortunate that it was at the expense of his ears and Danny's ears who we got to hurt, but that's such a great lesson because now that lesson's in the forefront of my mind and I'm going to take that with me as I progress throughout my career because if I do get on a big budget movie set where there's a lot of people in that regard in like doing with the headphones on I'm going to be very mindful to make sure I'm present with my volume and that I don't be that bad guy right so learn it now so you don't learn it down the road where it's really going to cost you so I just learned so much from being on set and that was really amazing Taylor was a camera operator he was also played one of the characters Lenny which was such an amazing character and so funny and and I picked his brain a little bit as well and he was just great energy and the way that they worked together was incredible again this is called New Zealand Sun Films and um, so Sean's the director Sharon is his wife and Sharon is from New Zealand and Sharon and Taylor's like Sharon's mom so Taylor is the New Zealand Sun and it's just such a beautiful dynamic and they work so well together so well together and then Danny's the producer she was also the hair and makeup or not I guess we did our own hair and makeup but she did like the makeup and the prosthetics on us as well and she was just so sweet and and just so amazing to be around and did uh, mic'd us up as well so it was just the whole t for a small production like guys the efficiency was unfreaking believable and I am just genuinely so blessed and so stoked so the crew again just so blessed um, oh yeah, I'll talk about Sharon too I'll talk about like the cast in a bit but Sharon who is basically our mom all week She's uh, from New Zealand, and she has such a funny sense of humor, and and she was just amazing and so sweet and funny, and it was just it just felt like a family. Like I, I, I don't know how else to explain it than it feeling like a family when we were there. It felt like a vacation, like a family away from family, like a home away from home. And they also had a little 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 puppy. Her name was Pepper, and she was really sweet. Um, so just unconditional love that you get from dogs. Just having a dog around is is always just great energy to be around. So again unbelievable just so blessed and now I'm gonna talk about 
my cast members, my cast members. So, homeboy Alex, this guy is a talent. He's a talented dude with a great sense of humor. He's living out in L.A. Grew up in Iowa. I'm going to give everyone's bio. <laughs> nah, but he, uh, we roomed together. So, we, um, we shared a lot of space together. And he's, he's, he's our lead. He's our lead. And he, he played it with so much grace and presence and, and skill and and he's just he's just a fun guy to be around and a fun dude and a funny like sense of humor like we all had like weird senses of humor that worked so well and 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 it was just like i never had brothers growing up guys and sharing a room with him sharing space with him sharing most of my scenes were with him and was just it was amazing man and and it's again it's i think it's rare when you surround yourself with people who generally it clicks so well and the dynamics work so well and working with him was just really cool. We talked about life. We talked about acting, directing, pro process. Talked about our work, our futures, like like the whole thing, man. And and watched silly films and movies and like just goofed off. And I'm stoked. And he's living out in LA. So if you're listening to this, Alex Money Money Dog, I'm gonna visit him out there someday. We'll make our way out to LA. But um, yeah, dude, it's just such a dream working with that kid. He's gonna have a bright future. And um. Yeah, just stoked, stoked, man, stoked. And then we got Jessica, who is the other other lead. Jessica is from Australia, and both of our our lead um, female actors are objectively stunning and beautiful. And it's very easy from the outside looking in to kind of create a story as to who these people are and how they move, how they walk, how they talk, right? And it's very easy to put them in a box. But I'm telling you, and, and like, as you watch this, you're probably going to think you know these girls from like how they carry themselves and how they through just acting. And it like Jess is so smart and analytical in her approach to how she approaches her character and the work that she does to be the best Victoria that she can be. And her process is so specific, and it's and she works her ass off, dude. And like she doesn't just show up on set and then say lines and tries to be attractive. Like she does a lot of work to get there. And she's got a great sense of humor. She's so down to earth. She's super loving and just super kind. And she's a fucking hard ass worker. Like she she's a beast in the gym. And it was just so refreshing being around. and also i have so many friends in australia who i've still never met but we we share such a beautiful online uh community and connection through that i love my aussie friends so it felt really at home um just sharing space with her and just just getting to know her you know and like guys when you really get to know people like they will rock your world and blow you away and you realize you have more in common with them than you thought and she's just amazing and i really like i think with our entire cast the future is so bright and just like You'll see her later on, guys. She's talented, just incredible. So super blessed to get to know Jess. And then, guys, we got Bella, Bella Chadwick. She's um, she plays Diane. She plays a love interest in this, like in our little love triangle scene. And when we, uh, she, her, Diane, her character has got a bunch of really got a very incredible vibe in the the colors and and the outfits that she wears and like that's also like a little bit of Bella you know Bella's she never wore like the same outfit twice and lots of colors and 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 her personality is just is, is just so again down to earth and bubbly and beautiful and and we connected on 
we just had a lot of deep talks just like outside and she's a yoga instructor so she guided me in a, uh, a little yoga flow with she's uh, into sustainability and diving and helping preserve coral reefs you know she's also a personal trainer so went to fitness we talk about nutrition she's vegan as well so we talked about nutrition we talked about cooking we talked about life talked about death and love and freaking everything you know and we would just and again this is like these like having deep real conversations that like i don't really do surface level conversations that kind of bore the shit out of me guys i like getting into the goods of it and and i was able to have really just deep beautiful conversations with everyone which is why i feel like i felt so at home and i feel like we were like a family like i was there for two days and i feel like i've been there a week and like by the time the week and a half rolled like it, it happened so fast but it also felt like we'd been there for like months I, it's hard to even articulate and to explain and um and yeah and bella and i also we had a little makeout scene which was fun to to navigate and to play around with and to to make sure that we were driving the story forward and it was just again just just a dream man to, to share this space to share this story to share these characters and and to be in it together um i people will sometimes ask like what's what would your dream role be or what would your dream film or, or tv series or anything like that be and i always just say i really want to be on a great ensemble piece because when you can share with people and like you form these bonds like that's why i'm like i'm so drawn to outer banks because that ensemble is so incredible and it's relatable and the dynamics between the characters like share like a lot of friend groups can relate to that like the banter you know the fucking around the shooting the shit the like all the the dynamics and also just you're going camping with this group of people for weeks or months or however long it is like you want to be able to have a good vibe and when you're vibing off camera and you feel safe off camera once you get on camera then it's ready to play ball and you can go all out and you can reach the depths of however far you need to go whether that's getting into a really emotional scene or a really heightened scene and we just cultivated i feel like just a really rare experience for all of us you know again our first feature film which is almost scary because i'm like <laughs> how do we go up from here you know it was so amazing it was so amazing and i'm just so beyond blessed everyone was so incredible and again sharing that space was just an absolute dream absolute dream we also got to sh do interviews so once they wrap in like a week or two um they're gonna start getting into the production side of it or the post-production side of it and like really editing things together and guys another thing with the efficiency of this crew this production team we shot scenes in the morning and come nighttime or even the afternoon some of those scenes were already edited together like you know like the dailies like they were already edited together so he would show us like what it would look like or what it would start to formulate them to look like sometimes it was like the next day so like we are seeing this this beautiful puzzle like puzzle like come together in real time so like i've already seen some of the shots together and I'm just kind of floored <laughs> and stoked about how it's really turning out, man. Cause, and also seeing the evolution of my characters. And I want to talk about that a little bit. My character, Marn, I had an idea. You know, you kind of do all this work. You do this preparation work, this character work. You start making choices. And then you get on the set. And you're at the location. And you're like, okay. You're starting to get a feel for it. You're in the, you're in the wardrobe. You're like, all right, it feels, I feel like Martin. And then you start dancing with your scene partner and feeding off of your scene partner and you start blocking you start rehearsing it 
and then you start finding stuff. You throw all the shit out, all the all the work. You throw it all away, and you kind of just live in the moment. You live in the character. You bring truth to it. And for me, I found that instinct really kicked in. And I kind of had an expectation for how a scene was going to run in my head before I got there. And then you get there, and again, you're dancing with your scene partner, and things you find things in the moment, right? And it's and like some there are some moments where we improvise, like me and Alex were able to improvise. And then there were moments where scenes were kind of altered and changed, like the day of, and it worked so well, and we ran with it. And I just, it was just like, I, I just don't even know how to explain it. Like, it was just so amazing and so incredible. And I also, again, had an idea for who this character was. Um, I got the reference point and reading the entire film, the entire story, I'm like, I have an idea of him. And it wasn't until I got on set and I started running and, and dancing with Alex, dancing with my scene partner, where he, this, 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 the version, this, this Martin, this, this character inside of me started emerging. And I didn't realize how big he was going to be. I didn't realize how physical he was going to be. And by physical, I mean how he moves and utilizes his body. And I mean, personally for me, like I'm reading this character, like there was his, his lines are inherently funny. So there's a comedic, there's a comedic genius inside of Martin in this guy. And there's also stage directions that he does some karate chops, does some baseball swings, does some kicking and some fist pounding and, and all this stuff. So he's, he had a little bit of physicality to it. And I started, I felt that in this character, but it wasn't until I got on set, I started playing with it where this really started to emerge into something else. And I was able to tap into this like inner child inside of me and I felt like I was tapping into my middle school, elementary school self where I had this switch, you know, that you couldn't really turn off. And when you're a kid, there's something that ha like you haven't been beaten down enough in life to say you can't move like this, you can't say this, you can't do this. So when you're a kid, you're able to express the fullness of your your body of your existence. But when you're an adult, you get enough times where someone's like, oh, that looks weird, don't do this, don't do that, yada, 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 and then you start constraining, you start putting yourself in a box, and you're not able to express your full self. But Martin, he's like a little boy. So he was able to express his full body, his full self, and what story can you tell through just your body? And I find it very fascinating with um, physical movements, and physical comedy personally is, is a lane that I really gravitate towards. I grew up loving Jim Carrey, who's an absolute guru and master in the physical com comedic space and but I also started watching a little bit of Charlie Chaplin I recently watched The Artist which is a film about the era of the silent film how do you tell a story with just the physicality with just the movements and without the words and I'm also learning sign language guys right so I'm fascinated by silence and I was a communication major so 80% of communication is nonverbal so what story are you telling with just your facial expressions, your posture, your body language, the proximity, it's all telling a story. And I'm excited to see this all come together because guys, I, I, I bet a pretty dollar that if you turn the volume off every time Martin's on screen, you will be able to tell exactly what's happening in that scene because I think it's all gonna read on his face and his body language and his movements because when he's really high, you feel it. When he's really low, you feel it. And so the evolution of Martin, the physicality of it was just such a treat to explore and it, and it kind of opened a block for me because I hadn't tapped into my inner child in a really long time, which is funny because I'm, I'm writing and working on a short film that we're gonna shoot in two weeks about the inner child <laughs> and I hadn't been able to express my, that, that part of myself in so long and I just opened a door for Andrew, for little Andrew to come through. So thank you, Martin, right? 
And also, thank you. That's that's such a big kudos to the production team, to Sean, to everybody, to allow me permission to give me the space to express that, right? And and to allow me to play with that. I can't tell you how many times most of my scenes ended with with me kind of having a little final one-liner and then a physical movement. And then Sean will call it a Martinism where he kind of just does his thing. And they would keep the camera on me for another like five, 10 seconds. And I would just come up, I would just instinctively come up with these different movements um, and dances and kicks and stuff that just felt kind of right. <laughs> and I just lived in this body and it was just, it was just such a treat um, from an acting perspective man to just unlock the floodgates and just he's kind of just unconditional joy you know which is funny because you see a character who uh on the page wants to get laid wants to bang wants to do it and you kind of roll your eyes but i think people will feel feel for martin and uh, feel his innocence and hopefully root for martin because it was uh it was kind of <laughs> it was just a lot of fun to play man it was a lot of fun to play and it was really cool too because as i was continuing to talk with um, Taylor and Sean and picked their brains they uh there was this one moment where I it was like three days four days in the shooting where I had asked them because there was this one scene that I was I was working and I was trying to figure out how would Martin say this how would he deliver this line what is his his uh, objective here right and and I asked him about this line specifically like how do you see this playing out and then Sean looked at me and he said honestly Andrew like you know this character like you know Martin whatever your choice is like is the choice and that just instilled such a deep trust for me to be able to, to, because a lot of times as actors, we can get in our own heads, right? Like we think we know the lines, but we are like, oh wait, I don't know the lines. And then even if you know the lines in your body, if your mind starts playing tricks on you, you're going to fumble and stumble and bumble, right? But when we have that inner trust in ourselves and we know that our team around us, because sometimes there's like a power, a lot of times on sets there's this power dynamic where it's like I need to please, I need to, and there's desperation and I don't want to fuck up because I don't want to, I don't want to mess them up and like mess up the schedule and everything. But it was so collaborative and it was so beautiful and like hearing him trust me in that way gave me even more freedom to play and to explore. And I think that's going to again read on camera and it's going to just be a lot of fun because if you're on a set and you feel like you can't express the full essence of your being and your character and how he plays then it doesn't it doesn't read on camera right so that was just a really beautiful thing that happened that I was just really blessed really blessed of and again it's a testament to all of us and it was really cool because I had a conversation with Sean as well saying sometimes there are really big production big budget films with big names and and there's something about it that just doesn't really work right whether it's the chemistry whether it's this or that like there's just one thing that doesn't really but then every once in a while there's a small independent thing and it just works the people the team the story everything comes together and just works and as i day day each day kind of evolved i was like this shit is working <laughs> and i don't want to i'm not going to jinx it i'm not going to put anything out there create any expectations but all i'm speaking about is from feeling and from also seeing some of it come together through watching the dailies i'm like guys this is i'm I've done some work that I'm not super proud of in in you know the upcoming film space over the past like year or two, you know, starting off trying to prove yourself, trying to just get anything that you can. But I I'm pretty proud of this and like this team and this crew and this cast and it's going to be special. It's going to be special, guys. So stay tuned for that. And then also we also had a day off where we didn't have anything to film and Sean got us together. He was like, "Guys, cuz this is like after a weekend already." He was like, "Guys, 
he said, um, this is, there's, this is probably just logistically going to be the last time, like, once, you know, we rap that you guys are ever going to be in the same room together. So enjoy it. Enjoy yourselves. So we went out to this really cool spot where they had bowling, they had arcades, and uh, we got some food, we got some drinks, and then we went out to Tremont, which is where we filmed my first, my first day. And Tommy was there, and we were just all eating food, and just they had live music, and we had a couple more drinks, and just having a really good time. And then went back and watched Dude, Where's My Car, which is the greatest film of all time. And it was just... It was just a dream, man. Like, being able to just play and connect and soak in. Like, I really, like, every single morning I sat with gratitude for all, all, like, my regular gratitude practice that I would do, the big things, the little things. But it was just, like, every day I just wanted to be so present because I was just so blessed, like, so beyond blessed to be there and to be a part of that team, part of that that crew. And, man, it was... uh, it's hard. I don't even, words don't describe it. Words really don't describe it. And then we had our final shoot day, which Sean so deviously, strategically planned. So our final shoot day was we were actually filming a goodbye sequence in the film. <laughs> so it was just really emotional. And and I, like, felt into it. And I just, I felt weird in my body and, like, tapping into my emotions, too, which... Andrew doesn't always tap into on an everyday basis, so I was just in the fields, and I can just like watching everything. Like this is the last day, <laughs> and I I was always curious as to what that would feel like because I'd hear stories about like you know the Friends cast, um, and they're they they'd been doing it for for years, right? They've been working together for years, knowing that there's going to be another one. And then what is it like when you share that space, you share those stories, you share those failures, those the uh, the everyday idiosyncrasies of filming a, a, a amazing show, the laughs that you get from it. Like, there's a bond. There's, like, an unconditional deep bond. What is it like when it's it's time to rap and you, everyone goes their separate ways? Like, what does that feel like? Like, the Harry Potter crew when they rapped. You know, any series, any, you know where you really build a true deep connection with with your cast and your crew and what does that feel like and guys I was on this set for 10 days I was it was just 10 days and I felt I felt the feels so what is it like when you share that and you're doing stuff for like months on end I'm excited to find out but man that last day was I felt it and it was really beautiful and it was really emotional and again just just so blessed just so blessed and then right before, you know, we gave our hugs, we gave, said our goodbyes, Sean looked at us and he was like, all right, I don't want to be a downer, but this is where the work starts. This is where the work begins. Um, between now and when the film comes out, really start focusing on your resume, focus on your reel, focus on, on building a career path that, and, and kind of a package that is how you want it to be so you can promote yourself. So once this film comes out, guys, this is streaming on Amazon Prime. I don't know if you've ever seen anything on Amazon Prime, but when you pause it, you can see on the left headshots of the character of the actors, and you can click on it, and it'll take you to their IMDb page. So this is the time between now and when it drops, and the game plan is, I think they said the turnaround is going to be around four months, again, which is crazy. Guys, the efficiency, these guys are amazing. And... They wanted to come out hopefully around Halloween time, which would be so freaking cool, guys, <laughs> so cool. So between now, that's like a four-month window. Now, granted, 
as an actor, you should be working on building an, an attractive package to promote yourself all the time as like we are hustling our asses off. And I've been doing that, but kind of subtly. And now having a window where I'm like, all right, let's, let's fucking go, Andrew. I have four months to really do this, to showcase all versions of myself. And another thing that I actually wanted to share, which was really cool, was I had a really nice conversation with Sean. And Sean said, Andrew, you know, the biggest challenge for you moving forward is going to be to try to get out of the typecast because you play this character so well. Right, so I'm gonna, and that happens a lot, man, where an actor plays a character and there's a magnetism to it. Again, I don't want to jinx anything, but there's something about this character where people are like, you are that guy, and they they write something for you or something's written and they're like, I need you to be on this project. And, and then you start getting the same characters, like the girl, um, oh, what's her name? She's amazing. She was in The Vampire Diaries. She said that she got offers for to play the same kind of vampire lore thing for like, a bunch of different productions, you know? And how do you navigate that moving forward, right? So I think of, like, Ashton Kutcher, that 70s show. Dude, where's my car? And then he leveraged and was able to get out of that and do dramatic work. And he got into Butterfly Effect. He got into The Guardian. And, again, he's still such a funny comedic guy, so I think that's his lane, and he did No Strings Attached and a bunch of other comedic roles. But he also was, like, a leading man. So he navigated that really well. I like to look at Keanu Reeves, who started off in Bill and Ted's excellent, excellent adventure, right? And his career, like full-blown leading man, right? So how am I going to navigate that? Again, I don't want to put any expectations or jinx anything. So, you know, like prepare for, prepare for the best, like hope for the best, prepare for the worst kind of thing. I generally think there's something special here. But, and if it does happen where I start getting offers for, or or b now that I have this package, like I can start promoting myself to play this kind of character. If I start getting um, and submitting for these characters, how do I navigate that? Like, do I want to continue to lean into this? Which I think is honestly, it will, it, it, when it comes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to be very mindful and reflective and journal and, and really try to navigate a career that I want to create because it's tricky when you're starting off and, and you're trying to just do work. You want to just do work to build content that you can promote. But you also, this is this is your career and the choices that you make, the things that you say yes to and the things that you say no to are fundamental, are, are super important in navigating, creating, and sculpting a career path that is desirable, right? Like McConaughey and Heath Ledger starting off as the rom-com guys and these beautiful human, beautiful characters, these beautiful men. And then leaning into friggin' McConaughey doing Dallas Buyers Club and Heath Ledger doing Joker and doing artistic, creative, dramatic work, right? And I think there's something really cool about going from comedy to drama because in dramas, you try to find the comedies. And I think it's almost more challenging to go from drama to comedy than comedy to drama. But we'll see how that navigates. But that was just a really cool thing. Again, the trust in me and, and to say, like, you're playing this character really well was, was really affirming and really beautiful. So I'm really stoked to see what happens guys so over these next four months i have a plan like me and my one buddy are he wrote a scene actually he had reached out to me he was like yo do you want to would you want to do a scene together i'm like fuck yeah dude let's go and he wrote a scene and so now i got i got more time i'm going to be able to work this scene six page scene and then he's got a friend who's gonna um shoot it like a like a like a scene from a film and we'll be able to use that um in our real as well to showcase a certain character that you know we want to lean into and lean and play and, and promote 
that side of ourselves and then we also got our short film that we're going to shoot in a couple weeks and then we got Baycliff which is going to be popping in June so and then I also want to make a an athletic reel as well so I want to do like I haven't showcased my athlete my sports background at all so like basketball baseball football um, track running boxing tai chi movement like all kinds of stuff and I really want to showcase and put that in a nice little like one to two minute package kind of little demo reel as well to showcase because I'd love to play um, an athlete I think that would be the perfect balance and marriage of everything you know that I have to offer physically which would be really cool so that's kind of where I'm at right now the uh, we got back into Town, PA the come down was a little gnarly guys but I got a lot of sleep last night and I'm really gonna ease into uh, transitioning back into the space focusing on breath work finishing that certification course Today was Mama's birthday, 27th birthday. Got her some nice flowers from Danny B. Funkies. We had a nice um, walk and talk and uh, lunch slash dinner with my mom and my older sister, Jenny. And, oh, also Jenny and I are going to be submitting for this <laughs> for this 30-day Money Island Challenge, like, survival thing, which is uh, happening in June, and they're casting for it. So who knows what could happen, but... We are opening that door to the possibility. It would be really cool, really fun to navigate that. You learn a lot about each other through going through something like that. All right, so we are at 45 minutes. This was a lot longer of an episode than anticipated. But, guys, I just want to let you know um, good things are happening. Um, the right people, you know, that's one of the things that I meditate on every single day. And I create that affirmation, you know, like I'm attracting my tribe. The right people come to me. Everything that I need comes to me. And I get kind of floored sometimes. Sometimes, you know, I'm asking my spirit guides. I'm thank you to my spirit guides, my guardian angel. And I know they're up there. I know they're guiding me. But sometimes, you know, you can feel a little lost. But every once in a while, there's affirmation. And if anything, this was affirmation that we were on the path because that experience was, it was like the greatest vacation. Like I would, I would 100% have had an opportunity to act while I was on vacation. Like acting, it didn't feel like work at all. It was just fun. <laughs> and then just sharing that space and that environment and the weather was stunning and the city was beautiful. It was just a dream, man. It was a dream. So I'm buzzing right now. And uh, good things are coming, guys. Good things are coming. So stay tuned. I'll, I will for sure, there's going to be a lot of content coming out about behind the scenes stuff. And just we did some interviews as well for once this film comes out. So stay tuned, my friends, as always. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you're vibing this, vibing with this, if you're digging this, like, comment, rate, subscribe, review, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your loved ones. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Larkin underscore Andrew, or you guys can follow me on my website, which we are going to start really hunkering down on in uh, at Andrew Larkin, not at www.andrewlarkin.me. And always small act of kindness for you, for others, makes the world go round. We need it now more than ever. High five, hug a loved one, give them a nice bear hug. I'm going to give Mama a big hug today. I already gave her one. We're going to give her another one. High five yourself because you are deserving, you are worthy, you are beautiful, you are unique and gifted, and you are enough, you are enough, you are enough. And always, always, always strive to live a lucid life. This is Andrew Larkin. One love.